Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. Here's what every person needs to know to naturally combat eye disorders like macular degeneration, cataracts, glaucoma, and other common eye issues, even just loss or trouble with vision in general. Whether you have a family history of it, you know a mother or father or a grandparent that struggles with eye health, or you are currently in a struggle of needing contacts or glasses or developing one of these conditions, here's the main focuses for what you need to know to take care of your eyes because there's no backup, there's no replacement. We only get one set, we need to take good care of them. So here's what we're gonna learn in this video. One, what you can start doing immediately to support the health of your eyes, ideally before you lose eyesight and have eyesight problems, what you can be doing now. Number two is the nutritional support needed for optimal eye health. And then number three, what you need to do to reduce the strain on your eyes, the fatigue of your eyes, the dryness of your eyes, that might even create other symptoms such as headaches. So let's dive into this. The first focus is exercising your eyes. We have protocols to straighten our teeth, to clean our teeth, to try to protect our teeth, but we don't do very much at all when it comes to eye health. And we have really settled as a society that we just default to glasses, we default to contacts, we default to surgeries, laser surgeries, cataract surgeries, and it's become very normal. Eye health problems are common, but they're still not normal. And I struggle with one myself from a contact perspective, but my wife and I try to do proactive things through our nutrition and through exercises to strengthen our eyes so that we're not stuck in a poor eye health scenario long-term. I always get really fearful of what if you were flying in an airplane, okay? This is just a weird Dr. Living Good concept. And you crash landed, survived, and were stuck on an island as a contact wearer, as someone with glasses, and they broke upon impact. You could protect those contacts for a while, but eventually one's gonna rip. And eventually, if the glasses broke, what happens? I mean, I, I would be in a little bit of trouble because I wouldn't be able to see the food I needed to gather to nourish myself, to, to see, to be able to start a fire. To, like some of us would be in big trouble if that was the case. And so I think about that and it's like, okay, that's a weakness, a susceptibility. Um, God forbid any of us ever end up in that situation, but we still are relying on something covering this up. So everything from those conditions all the way to the, the tougher diagnosis of glaucoma, macular degeneration, what do we do? So out of the gates, here is a list of eye exercises that I would suggest for anyone with eye issues. Okay, I'm gonna walk you through these because most people have never been taught how to take care of the eyes, just teeth. Number one is palming. And so this is a process of putting the pressure, and you would do both of them, but I wanna be able to see you, um, on your eyes and gently applying pressure to this area of the eye. And that pressure against it actually stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. That system is your healing, relaxation, um, de-stress system. And so that's why when you're tired, you rub your eyes, right? But you can intentionally do it by just palming and placing pressure for three to five seconds on the eye, then releasing the pressure, and then going back into it. And you can do this for a minute or two. 
and you are stimulating your de-stress response. With lowering stress levels, it's also giving your eyes a bit of a break. Number two is head rolls to release the tension of a lot of the muscles and such, especially if you're sitting at a desk a lot, and you're literally just going very slowly, six of them counterclockwise and clockwise, rolling out the neck muscles, very good for the eyes because you're relaxing the tension that builds up around here. Number three is doing the same process with your eye rolls. And so you're going in clockwise and counterclockwise steps to give the muscles of the eye a break of normally what's looking it's looking at, whether that's from driving or looking at a computer screen of what it's been focused on for many hours of the day. Number four is the three finger massage. So it's the classic temple massage, but you'll want to be pulling back from the sockets of your eyes. Don't put your finger in your eyes, so be sure not to scratch it, but towards the ears. And you may try some of these right now while you're sitting with me. It seems you can work your way back a little bit to the temple. I like to close my eyes when I do it, but just to give those muscles, there's big muscles all the way around here that are responsible for blinking you have dozens and dozens of muscles that are working hard all day long so that you can move your eyes, see, pick up on things. So this stimulation helps de-stress the symptoms, uh, the system as well as give those eye muscles a bit of blood flow and a bit of relief. Number five, we're gonna go to the back of the head, right back at the occiput, which is at the base of your skull. It's the bump on the back of your head. And I do this regularly. You can use your thumbs if you want, or your fingers. And we just wanna get in there and massage that occipital area. This could be very tender for some of you. These occipital nerves come all the way up around the head. They control muscles of the face, the sensation of the head. And so you're stimulating these. It's also very helpful for the inner ear, those of you that struggle with tinnitus. To relax these muscles up in this area, this may be very tender for a lot of you because we sit with our heads forward and these muscles get very tense because of it, okay? That's number five. So it massage the occipital area. Number six, pencil push-ups. What a fantastic name that is. I have a marker just for demonstration purposes so we can see the red on here. And so pencil, pencil push-ups would be to hold the pencil, marker, pen, whatever you wanna use, at a distance and you're going to focus on the cap in this case the red part of it and we're going to hold this away and then we're going to slowly move towards the body until we start to see double right there i picked up double when i'm double my eyes have converged and i'm going to go back out push up number one push up number two <laughs> so you're doing pencil push-ups Arms lengths, focus on it. Once it goes double, then you slowly go back. This is gonna help the convergence of the eyes. It's gonna activate muscles that we are typically not engaging. So simple pen or marker for that one. Number seven for eye exercises, blinking. Now, of course you blink, but you'd be surprised how little you blink, especially when you're focused on a computer screen or a device. So we want to be very intentional for one minute and just close the eyes on their own for two to three seconds and then open. Close the eyes on their own for two to three seconds and open and stimulate tear production. We wanna stimulate just a rest for the eyes constantly being open, getting dried out. Very important for more dry eyes and really all eye conditions. And then number eight, not so much an exercise, but giving your eyes a timeout. Timeout 
from the contacts, switch to your glasses. Time out from your glasses, just be a little bit blind for a while. Give your eyes a rest and allow them to adapt a bit. And the more that you can look off into the distance, I'm in sitting in my office right now, I can see into the distance out the window here. It's gonna help your eyes get, we don't look far as often as we should. A lot of it is very close up. So those are eight exercises that are very important, very simple, can be done in minutes a day, as many times as you like a day, to help with the muscles of the eye, the strain on the eye, the dryness of the eye, and the overall health of the eye. If you move your body and you exercise, why not exercise your eyes? If you're brushing your teeth and flossing, why aren't we giving care to the eyes? It's the same concept. Okay, now let's move in to glasses. Two types that I wanna talk about here that are very important for eye health. The first one being sunglasses. Now, we are taught, and it's tauted to wear sunglasses all the time when in the sun. And I would actually disagree with that. Research shows that our eyes do need some absorption of sunlight. That is nourishment, that is food for our eyes. So when you're out in the sun up to 30 minutes, I would recommend getting some exposure to the eyes. Now, beyond that point, if you're extended time in the sun, beyond 30 minutes, then you would wanna protect your eyes just like you'd wanna protect your skin, either with covering it or putting on a healthy sunscreen. So, but if you are getting in the shade, but if you are in the, in the sun, just 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes a day, getting exposure to your eyes is beneficial for the nutrient value of your eyes. Beyond that, we don't wanna burn them. That's where sunglasses become important, but we overuse them oftentimes. Some of you even wear them inside. <laughs> now, number two is blue light glasses. Now, these are simple glasses that can be worn and put on, and while you're working on a device, they can filter out the blue rays that are coming into the side that can into the eye that are drying out the eye faster and creating eye-related strain. So glasses, two most important there, the sun and blue lights. Now blue lights, important at night, they also, over time, the exposure to the blue light causing that strain and fatigue that we talked about, but it also interacts with your body's produce, production of melatonin, your sleep hormone. So it makes it harder to fall asleep. So if you are using a phone right before a device, right before you go to bed, you wanna switch it to yellow light mode, which a lot of phones have now, or you can be wearing your blue light glasses while you're working on your device, your iPad, your whatever it is, if you are reading off of it at night to block the blue light because it's gonna mess with your melatonin, which is gonna mess with your sleep process. Number three, eye foods. Now the obvious one out of the gates, carrots, many of you know, but those are gonna supply the vitamin that is crucial for it, vitamin A. Uh, greens are very important for the eyes because of the antioxidant ability, along with citrus. Citrus is going to have uh, the antioxidants as well as the bioflavonoids, which are very important for eye health and microcirculation. Berries and peppers are other, two other very important ones for antioxidants. So if you do struggle with a glaucoma or macular degeneration, more of these fruits and vegetables in your diet will be beneficial to stimulate the blood flow as well as prevent further damage with it. So those are some important eye foods to focus on. The most important of them all, water. When you deprive your body of water, your eyes will really suffer. Half your body weight in ounces on a daily basis is very important. It's a simple thing that a lot of people with eye health, especially dry eyes, really overlook. So we've gotta have proper fluids going into the body. Now you may be in a position that I was in where you're not absorbing that water very well that's when minerals in your water, like our electrolyte powder, can be very important, as well as greens. Greens powder is something I use to drive 
water into the body and make sure it gets absorbed. That includes the eyes. So you're getting the antioxidants with the greens as well as absorption with those greens. Now let's talk vitamins and nutrients that can be very beneficial for the eyes. Okay, I have eight of them here that I think are the most important for getting in for all eye health conditions. Now, number one is vitamin A. It's needed for your eyes light sensing cells. A lack of vitamin A can cause a lot of dryness. It can also cause night blindness. So proper vitamin A into the system. You don't need to overdo it so that you tax the liver, but a solid dose of vitamin A on a daily basis is a good idea. Now, vitamin C is the next one. Vitamin C is water-soluble vitamin, obviously involved in the production of collagen, which is important for the skin, hair, nails, and eye. But the body, the highest concentration of vitamin C in your body is in your eye, higher than anywhere else. It's 15 times more concentrated of vitamin C in your eye than in your blood. So could it be that the degenerative process in your eye, the um, swelling happening in your eye, the damage happening in your eye is coming from too little vitamin C in your diet. Well, that's the area that's gonna suffer the fastest when it comes to vitamin C deprivation. So getting a clean vitamin C in your system, keeping those in on a daily, keeping that in on a daily basis through our vitamin C powder or through our electrolyte powder also has the vitamin C in it, will really help the concentration of vitamin C in the eye. Vitamin E is a very important antioxidant that's critical, critical for preventing cataracts in the eye. It also helps with uh, presbyopia and those with that to regain their vision. Okay, when you're losing some of that vision, you're losing some of that sight. It's an important one to put in. The antioxidant powder, uh, power of it, super important. So vitamin E, zinc, another important one. This is a mineral uh, without adequate levels of it. The body cannot utilize the vitamin A that it receives. So this one aids vitamin A to be used in the system. So we want to be taking zinc with that vitamin A. Now, Number five is a very important one. Lutein and zeaxanthin. They're mouthfuls. Lutein and zeaxanthin are incredibly important for protecting the eyes from blue light, from drying out, from damage to the eyes. Okay. Now these are macular carotenoids. These carotenoids, there's two types of zeaxanthin and then there's one type of lutein. Now these carotenoids are essential inside of the body and inside of our diet at a proper ratio to fight off the damage that is created specifically in the eye. Now these two nutrients at their perfect ratio at their highest level, a great source of them are, are uh, marigold flowers of all things. Now you're not gonna probably go around eating marigold flowers, but the marigold flower holds a proper ratio of the two types of zeaxanthin and the lutein to get into the diet. And from those, from a marigold flower, there's demonstrated improvements in outcomes associated with blue light exposure, too much digital device, eye strain, fatigue, headache frequencies, glare tolerance, maybe when you're driving at night, cataract formation. It, this, these three carotenoids also significantly reduce stress with a lot of strain on the eyes, the amount of cortisol inside of your blood, and symptoms that maybe come from emotional and physical health. It helps to optimize these things. It improves sleep quality, so your eyes can heal better, especially if you have prolonged uh, exposure to blue light, very important for those, and digital devices, a lot of computer work. 
So it helps fight that off. It also helps skin tone and the skin, the lightening, the brightening of it, the skin protection. So some bonuses of it, of getting these keratinoids, keratinoids in lutein and zeaxanthin into the system. Now, another one along those lines, another very powerful and popular antioxidant is astaxanthin. Okay, so we got lutein, we got zeaxanthin, we got astaxanthin. Astaxanthin is an antioxidant that is one of the very few that can cross the barrier of your blood and brain. So the blood-brain barrier. And it can cross into and get into that organ and go straight to the eye. So not very few can get across that barrier of your blood and get into nourishing the brain, which obviously the eyes are connected to. And it helps defend against dangerous oxidative damage. So very important with cataracts, very important with macular degeneration to have astaxanthin in the system, or for the rest of us to not allow that damage in the first place. The seventh one that I would highlight is omega-3s. Omega-3s are powerhouses when it comes to lowering the inflammation in your body, specifically two types. There are multiple types of omega-3s. EPA and DHA are the ones that are found in fish oils. And the fish oils, they can help the deficiency in your body because if you have that, it helps raise it faster and lower the inflammation levels. It can impair vision when you're low in these types of fish oils very important for children, especially during development. Also been shown to reduce the symptoms of dry eyes pretty quickly as well with proper omega-3s that are high in EPA and DHA, the fish oil form. Now, number eight, I'm saving this one because from my research is the most important one as far as specific studies showing its benefits to eyes. And that is a berry called a maki berry. Maki berry has nine times the amount of antioxidants than a goji berry. So it's natural and it safely supports the health of the eye because of its really high antioxidant content. It prevents dry eyes by quenching the oxidative stress and neutralizes it almost better than anything I've seen from a, from a research standpoint and it restores the tear fluid. So a lot of eyes get very dried out, degenerate, get a lot of stress on them because we don't have that tear production in the tear glands. In clinical studies, that berry decreased symptoms associated with dry eyes, sore eyes, fatigue, redness. So it was very effective at neutralizing that health of the eye and just has a high affinity of going straight to that organ. Uh, in proper amounts. So maki berry is the other focused one. So there are my big five when it comes to eye health, the exercises that can be done daily. If you're brushing your teeth, if you're working out in the gym, what are you doing for your eyes? Properly utilizing glasses, get a little sunlight in there, but then protect them if it's long-term exposure, protect yourself from the blue light of devices, focus on some eye foods, some fruits and veggies, drink the amount of water, absorb the amount of water, and then get the most important eight blend of vitamins and minerals when it comes to eye health. If you need a resource for that, uh, below is a simple eye health support that you can utilize as well as the notes and the exercise demonstration for it. So you can really put together a full lifestyle approach for your eyes the minerals and the nutrients that your eye needs so you can experience real health.
Hey, it's Dr. Livingett here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.